Hello and welcome to the smallest pocket game in town. Hi, I'm Valerio and I'm joined by Ray. Hey Ray. Hi Valerio, good to see you again. Nice, nice. I would like to ask you, when we play poker, you got this vulture, like a little uh, toy. What, what is that? Why are you using that? that, that it, it is very funny, you know, but why are you using that stuff? You know? Well, I used to have an elephant uh, in soapstone, which was really nice. Um, but I wanted something that was reflecting my style of play and how it's evolved over time. And I found these really nice plastic animals online and one of them is a vulture and uh, it it reminds me of a certain way of playing I guess and I've sort of you know read up a bit more about vultures and people vultures tend to get a pretty bad press don't they most people don't seem to like vultures so do you use the vulture to hold your cards? Well, I, uh, yeah, they protect my cards. They protect, okay. I, I mean, it's a little bit of a, it's quite a decent size card protector and it has presence at the table. And I, I know when we go and play with a table of unknown people, they will be looking over thinking, what the hell is that, you know, on those guys, that guy's cards there. And I think that's good. I think you want to be a bit provocative sometimes. You want people to, you know, you don't want to just be sitting there quietly in the corner and waking up with a raise and they all fold. Yeah, I, I like the vulture. I've got an eagle, but I start to think, wow, I would like to have a vulture because we play like, a little bit like a vulture. It's poker a game for vulture or for eagles. That's the question. Okay, well, let's... I mean, I, you're right. We, we, I think we had a game a couple of weeks ago where I, there were several of us who were playing like vultures. We weren't involved in that many hands. There was one player at the table who seemed to want to play every hands and we just knew we had to wait our time and find a big hand against them. And that's how we won our chips. And you said to, your, said to me afterwards... There were like four of vultures there circling around the table waiting for the opportunity. So let's talk about the characteristics of a vulture then. So a vulture fly around the thing in the sky, look in the landscape, looking for a good opportunity to feed their own carcasses, so a dead body. And when they see that is easy pick, they are going to feed on that animal uh, if they see something like uh, another predator then probably they are going to shy a little bit waiting and when is the the time is right they are going for to feed to that carcass so they're looking for good opportunities yeah and then what they're also doing when they're circling around they're not using much effort up are they they're just yeah no, sitting they're... there maybe on a little bit of a thermal like the eagle might do, but here they are really not just waiting and waiting for an easy opportunity. I think the eagle's more likely to take on something quite. Yeah, it's good for the kill yeah. or something difficult, to, to, but they are, they are go more like. But the vulture really need passivity. You know, the the animal has to be dead. Yeah, or or badly or wounded, yeah, or that cannot do anything. So how does that? 
translate onto the poker table, though, in terms of what the vulture so is looking for. So you wait when someone is weak mm. enough, and then you feed on the other person, the other player at the table that has got some kind of weakness, or then you wait the right time. And it was strange because we were four vulture, no? Uh, two sessions ago. But also vultures like this, they are not like all together, like they're waiting, I'll say it's my turn now. And and then the, the, the other vultures are leaving the vulture to feed, waiting, okay. Now the other vulture is going, the other one is feeding. So there was like a, a assumption that one at a time we go to feed uh, to the to the weak uh, carcass. Yes, it was not. Not collusion. No, uh, it was simply that was the nature of things. We had a hand where I, I, I got in and raised, and uh, you called, and the, 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 if you like, the target called as well. But when you realised I was the one who had hit the flop Good. and made my hand, you backed off, yeah, got out, flew away. It's <laughs> yours now. Uh, yep, yeah. it's waiting for the right time just don't be like uh, the carcass you don't want to be the carcass because also a vulture can die and other kind of vulture coming around that i expect they fight so they i fight. mean i i, I yeah. didn't want to get in a fight with you and, yeah, and you you saw that i was stronger on that hand and so you left me to it i think the the sense of danger i think the vulture has a good sense of danger they know when they're you know, when they've landed and on the ground trying to eat, that they have to be careful of what else might come up. They, I think they know really where their strength and when is the right time to strike. I think that is awareness about when they can strike that make the vulture yeah, what they are. And they have to be careful sometimes things look dead but they're not and yeah. then you find that you're actually up against a hand and then what do you do then if you're the vulture do you carry on pecking away being aggressive or do you back off mm-hmm. and wait and see whether the you know the target is really is uh, dead and worth worth going for yeah in poker probably you you bet with a little bet with the probe and you see a lot of resistance and also raising the vulture can fly away and say, okay, it's not my hand. I, I'm going to wait for better opportunities. It's also observing. You have to observe a lot. A vulture, it's really not all the surrounding around. It's not just the animal is feeding on. Also all around, if there are other predators, if it's indigenous, how, if there are the predators where they are, are far enough or close, then they, when uh, they got the picture, complete picture of the surrounding, they can strike. I also think that they're not, they're, they're patient and they're not, they don't have to be in every hand. They don't have to be always in there betting and raising and being aggressive. They, they can be opportunistic. They're probably, in terms of like the VPIP, to put it in poker terms, their, their VPIP, they're voluntarily putting money in the pot, is actually quite low. But when they're doing it, they're doing it aggressively. Hmm. But it's not low, low, low. It's 20% probably, yeah. 25, 20%. Yeah. Percent is not but compared to some of our players, it's that slow. It probably is not even 
too aggressive. So the time there is, yes, there is when they are first, but they also can call uh, to set mining. So they, they, the time that they put money voluntarily is uh, probably equal, uh, is not equal to the, the time that they raise. If it's super aggressive, like an eagle, you can call. Probably they raise, uh, they put money, money for and when they raise, they raise also, it's 20, 20% maybe, that, that kind of statistic. Then they are, an eagle can be more aggressive, let's say. A vulture is more like, uh, okay, taking the right time, waiting, sometimes calling as well, that's fine, but never limp. When they are first race, first to get in, never limp, always yeah. with, with a race. And also, they probably don't slow play big hands because if they've made a hand, they just want to get in there, try and get the maximum out of it, play for stacks if possible and win the whole carcass. They're not going to sort of just sort of check and call. They're, they're, if they've made something, they want the other guy there to... Yeah. give up all the his chips if there is a chance to take all the carcass yeah i feel safe to take it all so what sort of is a is a poker suitable for any game what what would be the ideal game where, where are these soft targets and soft carcasses where do we find those and yeah to, you have to recognize i think when the table suit you 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 recognize fish you need to recognize they are weak, weaker pl player than you. And they are going to always, it depends which level you are, then you have to choose the right table. Let's say if you find no player you can feed on, probably they are going to feed on you. You have to get out and change table. So I think choosing the table is very important. Now, in our game on Friday, we don't choose the table. The table is what it is. Then we know each other is different. But when you play online, probably you, stu you should ch choose the table. And probably when you play on a casino in Vegas, you should choose the right table. A table where you feel that, like that you can feed, really. You can make a profit. Yeah. I also think I think the other thing is the vulture, when they're at the table, you can imagine a table of nine players in a casino, for example. He wants to be able to fly around waiting for his opportunities without people really knowing what he's doing. Uh, he's in some hands, he folds quite a few hands, he's patient. You know, they might just think, oh, he's very tight. He doesn't, he, you know, he's not really in the game. You kind of want to fly under the radar, I suppose, of, of, of many of the players so that the weak players who are playing almost every hand don't recognise that they're being targeted by the vulture. Mm -hmm. And I think in our game where we have had players who have offered that sort of target, I don't think they're really aware of what's going on. But that's <laughs> why they're weak players, because they don't recognise they are the target. Well, what would they do if they did recognize? I don't know. I think if a stronger player than me recognized me as a target, probably I wouldn't recognize I'm a target. 
that's why I'm weaker than this guy. Then probably if I don't recognize there is a weak play, I should change the table because probably I'm going to be the target. And there is all, always, you cannot be the best of the best. There is always someone that, someone that is better than you. Then you have to recognize that is not your table. And you have to be able to change it. Is that the way also a vulture behave? You just recognize what is the best landscape to find the right carcass and to feed. So it's important you understand that it's your right landscape, mm. your right table, and then you can sit and you recognize where is the where are the carcasses, and then you target the carcasses. So I think one key characteristic of a vulture is they're very observant. Yeah, They're watching all the time. Yeah. And I think whilst they're looking for people who maybe are that weak, passive type player who is not necessarily tight, but they, they're, they're weak and passive and they're easy prey, they're also looking for people who maybe are not playing their best game. Yeah. Because they've had a bad beat, uh, tilting. So recognize that there are people that are wounded because they had a bad beat. Then target also those people because they are weak now. For few hands, they are going to be vulnerable and the vulture is ready to take advantage of this. I mean, one thing I do notice when people have had uh, lost a, a decent sized pot, if they don't rebuy, and they're sitting there with, say, two-thirds of their starting stack or half their starting stack, I'm now thinking they're a target. I really do, because if they had rebought and said, fine, you know, let's get back to reset and start again, I'd be wary of them, because I think they're going to go back and play their, try and play their A game. Yep. But if they're sitting there with half the chips then they'll either be thinking about, oh, maybe I can just go all in and double up um, or lose the rest of my chips. And they have give up chips, don't they? That They just want to get rid of them and they're either going to leave the game or they're going to rebuy for a full buy-in. Yeah, I think especially if someone that you see that is always, his stack is full, then they always, if they lose something, they always fill up again their stack. But at the time, they, they don't do any more this. Probably they aren't tilt, they lose concentration. Because their strategy probably is at the best with the deep stack. But there are people that if they play with the short stack, it's their strategy. Then doesn't mean that they are weak. It's just they, they got another idea how to play it, probably aggressively with uh, good starting hands. Playing short stacks, playing only premium, really premium hands, and playing very aggressively. So if you see someone, that's why observation is important as a vulture. You see around, you see this guy that always been playing deep stack with the kind of strategy, and now he has got a shorter stack, playing the same kind of strategy, playing the same hands, but now with a shorter stack. So you see, okay, a small pocket pair is is not good enough. Suit connectors, small suit connectors are not good enough. They became vulnerable because they cannot draw anymore. Then you, okay, oh, wow, that is a target now. Sometimes people don't realize this. They can become a target. They're, and they're, after three ends, four ends, they're, wow, they lost all chips. In it. 
No, they're wounded, and I think yeah. the the good vulture is going to spot that. I think the other thing the vulture um, is after uh, it's after a situation where it's one on one, heads up. It doesn't like to have a lot of callers, a lot of people seeing the flock because you know the vulture has to get lucky then, if you like, and it's far better to. And that's why they raise first time in and try and isolate the weaker player so that they can get them heads up, preferably in position, and tackle them and, and outplay them like that. I think that gives them all the, all, all the um, advantages, if you like. I still think the, the you know, we're talking like the vulture is a sort of unbeatable sort of bird <laughs> at the poker table. Well, what does the, vo- the vulture have to be careful about, do you think? I think until you play observing... And you play like a vulture. You are not vulnerable. It's when you change, when you are not anymore the vulture. You are someone is predating you, maybe, and you are a prey now. So you don't want to become a prey. And people observe also you what you're doing. Then you have to be careful not to be vulnerable. Maybe sometimes targeting a specific person. And every, everybody notices that you're just targeting that person and then you can become a target because each time you raise that guy, someone think he cannot have always a good hand uh, each time the, the carcass is raising, you know, then you tribet them all the time or the carcass limps and you raise big, cannot have all the time. Then people maybe start raising you, uh, tribetting you. Uh, so you have to be careful and you can become a prey and that's no good or a carcass as well you are not immune we are not immune yeah i know i had a session a few weeks back where i was playing my sort of aggressive raising game and i suddenly found people three betting me they actually had good hands and you know i was raising and then they were three betting me and i sometimes folded sometimes called and then found myself playing a big pot out of position and having to fold and I actually lost a equivalent of a buy-in it was a very bad result it was the first time I actually used the vulture and I thought oh this isn't good for the for mm-hmm. for, for the uh, the new card protector but I think you have to be you know you have to watch out for that as the vultures other people sometimes wake up with good hands and they will bite back. Yeah, I think I think so. But what you can do is just sometimes you are not focused. And you don't understand that it was a flotation because at the same people, the same night, the same people playing at the table, you know exactly how each player plays. Then you feel like okay, it's not possible they are bluffing, you know. And then you felt like there was some kind of bluff uh, targeting on you. You had to be careful on this because nobody was targeting you. Everybody was playing their hand. They, they were dealing with good cards better than yours. You to realize that I was thinking about me and you. I had the aces and you had the queens. You couldn't accept that what are the chances it has got aces and McQueen because also the previous hands you had another hand that someone at the table was raising you how is it possible that everybody has got better hand 
I mean, it, it, it happens because of the fluctuation. Uh, sometimes uh, you get lucky. Uh, sometimes it's average, it's not lucky, no, it's just normal. Uh, sometimes you get unlucky, but this fluctuation is. I wouldn't think about luckiness or either lucky or not. It's just normal. It would be no normal if you don't these kind of things do not happen but sometimes you feel like the vulture cannot feed i think that is the dangers you think every session you, you must find the target sometimes it's not and then the session is going by and maybe you are going to feed another another the next week another day you have to wait you just you have to wait at the right time so sometimes i think the danger is because it's a patient game the vulture lose the, to be patient uh, is not anymore a vulture because mm -hmm. the characteristic of the vulture is to be patient that's the danger sometimes it's boring you have to fold 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 yeah it's a boring game sometimes i think sometimes i mean it's great to have a winning session we'd love yeah. to finish the session being up but there are sometimes when it just doesn't happen for you and all you can do is simply you know accept the fact you might make a small loss or a small you know the profit isn't as big as you 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 expect and i think being in that situation being a realist and going okay it's not my night i'll fly away and come back next week and yeah and you know that may be my opportunity next so week. probably the point is this one that can be very boring <laughs> Sometimes you just want to bluff. You want to play a very exciting game, bluff with seven two unsuited. That is ex exciting. And, uh, there is no night that you are not going to have fun. But if you are a vulture, you have to think sometimes it's going to be very boring. But it's not boring if you observe the game. You observe the other people, what they are doing. There are exciting hands going on. Then if, if you think it's not all about you, it's also the other players, they are having the, the hands, they are playing the hands, sometimes they are very exciting hands. So if that day it's not for you, it's always exciting because you observe, you learn new things. And I think this is important to learn new things at the table. Also, you don't play. I think that's right. And I think uh, you have to embrace all parts of the game. I, I kind of look at marvel at the, the loose, aggressive players who are raising all the time and three betting all the time with very little in their hands. And, you know, everyone knows that they're loose, aggressive and they get paid off when they make their big hands and they pull yeah. off amazing bluffs and so on. I, I think I'm a long way from that style. I, yeah. Absolutely. I find it pretty hard when I have tried to be a bit more like that it, I normally wind up running into a monster and losing a lot so also because there are more fluctuations you have to be more you have to be ready to lose money and to make also big uh, big money as well because just the way it is you eat the monster you go you got to be paid off if you try to bluff in nothing sometimes the other guy has got something better than you is going to call you anyway then it's really you don't know where how it's going to end up the session i think with a vulture game you know that what is the limit you can lose in three hours in a like a more aggressive game in in, in three hours you can lose a lot of buy-ins 
is in a vulture game probably you lose one buy-in max max two buy-ins but because you are better unlikely that is the max you can do really that's the big damage you can have but with the loose aggressive game you really can lose a lot of chips and you can make a lot of as well you just you have to accept this you have to be ready to have this kind of fluctuation so I, I really like to observe people aggressive, lose, because it's good to watch, it's nice to watch. But I'm not one of them. I'm more close to a vulture. Although my, uh, my card holder is, uh, is an eagle, I think my style is more like a vulture, observing and try to strike at the right time. Well, you've evolved anyway, and, and maybe uh, for a while the style of Vulture might suit you, but I don't, you know, always expect necessarily to play in this style, and I think you have to adapt to the game. But overall, I think the style of poker Vulture has a lot going for it. Yeah, I think uh, it's all. I think that was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. And this uh, episode for all the vultures in the world. We love you, vultures. <laughs>